Hello, hello. Welcome to Good Morning Suffolk. Um, it's the weekly podcast from Suffolk News. I'm Sam Harrison. And I'm Cameron Reed. Well, hey, Cameron. We're we're um we're over we're over the virtual the virtual meeting space this week. Yeah, which, nice. um, it's not the same, is it? It's not the same. I'm I'm I'm, I'm missing you. You know, I want to like have the interaction in person. Yeah. My presence in the office is very calming and interesting as well. Obviously, it so. is. Yeah, yeah. You're missed with all this working from home, Malaki. Oh, oh, I appreciate. It. I appreciate. It. <laughs> I'm getting blushed now. I'm getting blushed. <laughs> but yeah, happy Monday, everyone. Hope you've had a good weekend, and you know. Um, been doing all kinds of different stuff around Suffolk. Cameron, have you been been up to anything this weekend? Um, yeah, I went up to, to Lincoln actually last weekend. Well, good, thank you. What about you? Yeah, no, all good, all good. Been um, been re- just busy at work, and I think it's been like the weather's been crazy, mm. hasn't it? You know, like lots of snow, and it's getting cold again. <laughs> I think we spoke about it last week about it being too yeah. sunny, and now we're saying. You know, kind of the opposite now. But it's stupid. I don't understand it. I'm not gonna lie. It's actually yeah. it's, it it's is. that is that is Britain. That yeah. Is Britain. Yeah. It's supposed to be I thought March was, you know, like spring is yeah. coming, but no, we've got full of snow everywhere, which is we've been duped. Yeah. We've been duped. We've been yeah. duped. But um but Cameron, let's um let's just get straight into it. We've got yeah, some lovely, lovely yeah. stories um this week. Um I've um, printed off the script. You you don't like it printed off, do you? You you, no. you prefer just on the screen. But yeah. I like yeah. I'm I'm holding a piece of paper right now. You know. Um, so a kind-hearted schoolgirl has written to her local supermarket in a bid to stop her friends going hungry in class. So this is a really you know heartbreaking story. Um, Cherry Down Downing, uh, a pupil at St Gregory's Primary School in Sudbury wrote the letter asking for donations to start a food bank style project. The eight-year-old has been worried about fellow pupils and whether they have enough food in their lunch boxes. Um, a parliamentary bill um, to extend free school meal provision is due to be read in Win- uh, Westminster later this month. Mm, lovely. So, yeah. The letter actually, actually said, Dear shopkeeper, my name is Cherry and I go into St Gregory's Primary School. Recently, my friend complained that she didn't have enough in her lunchbox, so I thought that maybe we could have a basket of food on each table and you could provide the food. My head teacher, Mr Woodrow, has been helping me with ideas and things like that, so I was hoping you could help. Yours faithfully, Cherry D and Mr Woodrow. That's so sad. That's so sad. Like, you know, it's... um. It's a heartbreaking thing, and and you know, on our Suffolk News web- website, you can actually see the letter. It's been like scanned in, so if you want to see it in her handwriting, um, it is there. And um, head teacher Daniel Woodrow said he was moved by Cherry's gesture on behalf of her fellow pupils. He said, "I thought it was um, stunning that someone in Year Four was thinking of others and then doing something about it with such compassionate activism." We would like good links with our community and we always tell the children that we can make the world a better place one act at a time. Mm-hmm. This is a huge thing for someone to think of and as a school, we're really keen to put it into action. Mm-hmm. Which is great. 
Yeah, and just to give a bit more uh, context to the situation, at present, all children aged six and under are eligible for free school meals, and parents of children aged seven to 11, however, do not get the free meals. And based on this, schools receive a pupil premium grant to help those in need, which can then be used for educational resources, such as, you know, classroom assistance, instruments, or even gym kits, things like that. And Mr. Mr. Rudrow, sorry, said that at, at St. Gregory's, this is actually spent mostly on providing food. And um, the free school meals for all bill is due for its second reading in Parliament on March 24th. So, yeah, yeah. So interesting stuff. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, you know, we, we're hoping for, you know, a, a good outcome from this. I think it's very telling, you know, seeing this this letter written. But um, but Cameron, should we get into the next one, mate? Yeah, I quite like the look of this one, actually, because yeah. two Suffolk brothers have launched what they believe is a world's world first spirit, a world first spirit. You heard that right, people. So Rob Tapster and his brother Will, who run Alchemy Distillery in Bradfield, St. George, which is kind of near St. Edmunds, if you don't know where that is. And they produced the UK's only aged sugar beet based spirit. So alchemy sugar beet spirit is made in the same way as rum, but using sugar beet molasses instead of sugar cane. Such a good idea. Such a good idea. But how is this only now happening? That's crazy. So um, one of the brothers, uh, Rob Tapster, said um, one of the things that makes alchemy so unique is the use of sugar beets. Um, alchemy is distilled from sugar beet molasses, a waste product from the British sugar factory in Bury St Edmunds. Um, we both grew up in Bury, and the site of the sugar beet factory has always been part of our lives. Growing up in the rural area, it's also clear to see how important agriculture is to this county. And I think that's so true. Like, um, yeah, you know, growing up in Bury, it's always been a big staple, you know, British sugar. Yeah. But um, yeah, finally making it into some alcohol, I think, is a great idea. Absolutely. And they actually founded Alchemy Distillery in 2021 after Will and Rob spent several years distilling rum in Africa. And Rob actually said, using sugar beet as a base for rum was always something that we discussed. It's been quite a journey getting the product to the stage with sugar beet as the only ingredient, but without the taste that you might associate with it. So alchemy sits somewhere between a whiskey and a rum. It has the smooth, smoky flavor of whiskey with the dried fruit and vanilla elements of rum. To us, it is the true spirit of Suffolk. So. I mean, that spirit is actually available at some selected outlets and through their website, which is www.alchemydistillery.co.uk. And I'm not going to lie, Sam, this sounds a little bit up my street, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Are you, are you a rum or, or whiskey drinker? I, will, I, I can't say I, I'm like a, you know, a big time, you know, whiskey drinker or any of that. But, I, you know, I'm happy to, you know, give it a go and I'm, I'm willing to be impressed. You know? Yeah, me too. Me too. I'm not a big spirits guy, but yeah. hearing hearing this story of how it came about and using the sugar beets in various Edmonds, oh, I, I would love to give it a go. I think it sounds um sounds fascinating. Cool. But um, Cameron, let's get into our last little news story of the week before we get into some events. Um, this is a really exciting one. So the owner of a new cafe in Suffolk is excited to open the doors to her very first eatery. Uh, Maria Turner has launched um, her new venture called The Nook in Bury St. Uh, oh, sorry, at Risby Barn 
near Bury St Edmunds, having previously run Sugar High Cakery for three years. Um, it maintains the presence of a cafe at Risby Barn at Antique Centre, which was opened by Richard Martin along with his wife Susan in 1986. Ooh, wow, yeah. interesting. Huh? <laughs> uh, Maria actually said, it was advertised on Facebook that the previous owner had closed and lots of people were applying to move in. We live in the village and got in the car to speak to the landlord here. Then we said what we could do, etc., and presented our business plan. So the Nook actually will be serving a wide range of delicious treats as well as traditional tea and coffee from 10 a.m. until 4 p.m. Wednesday to Sunday. And despite having worked in hospitality for a number of years, this is the first cafe that Maria has actually owned. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? And, and Maria added, it is really exciting. We can't wait. There is a steady stream of customers to the site already. And everyone has been peering through the windows and everyone has been really supportive. So if you're in the area, if you know, if you're familiar with Risby Barn, head on down to the Nook because I think it sounds um sounds great, like just what the area needs. Yeah. Yeah. But Cameron, it's that time in the show where we talk about some events. Yes, sir. Um, I've just noticed on the script, I've mixed up the colours a little bit. So I'm reading the first one and you can do the second one, okay? <laughs> so, um, Berry Sound 2023 is continuing. So, are you into local music? Do you enjoy a night out discovering new and upcoming bands? Berry Sound is made for you. I know I've been speaking about it like every podcast, but Berry Sound 2023 is now in full swing with the third heat coming up this Friday at the Hunter Club in Berry St. Edmunds. I've been attending each of the shows and writing reviews um, for the past two heats, and it's been so cool to see all the acts. And there's so many good bands playing this year that, you know, I'm really excited um, for Heat Free, which is going to see Loom, Luke Askew, Outbound. Ronan and Slughouse compete mm. and the amazing Hunter is headlining which is really really cool and tickets are only £5 so get on down if you can and to find out more information you can go to www.whatsonwestsuffolk.co.uk forward slash what's what's on but there's a hyphen between what's and on mm. yeah I like that Sam I like that a lot and what have the, the heats been like so far then yeah Jim, you oh, quite so good so yeah. good so much fun and you know the atmosphere at the Hunter Club is electric sometimes like when, the, when you get a really good band getting the crowd going you just can't beat it it's so much fun or does a spooky night out beat that oh maybe well this is your last chance to go on the Barry St. Edmunds ghostly and macabre macabre tours for the year as they finish actually at the end of March. So every Friday night since Halloween last year, the darker side of Barry St. Edmunds has been explored by the amazing tour guides at Barry St. Edmunds Association of Registered Tour Guides. So you get to walk through the haunted churchyard and hear of all the horrific stories from murders to paranormal sightings so some some proper crazy and scary stuff so if that's up your street you can actually find out more information on www.whatsonwestsuffolk.co.uk forward slash what's on with another hyphen between those two words again and only 750 as well so if that's for you get on down there it was great i i went on it um the 
the ghostly and macabre, macabre oh, tours. Macabre, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I went on Halloween to do a review. That was really, really good. And I even had um, Lynn was on the podcast, one of the um, tour guides. So I think it was episode six, the Halloween special. If you want to go back to, the, you know, on Spotify or whatever, you can listen back to um, a bit more about the ghost tours. But guys, have we missed anything for the events? Let us know. Have you got an upcoming event that you would like us to promote or, you know, anything? Just shine a light on it. Um, get in touch. Send an email to gmspodcast at islandpublishing.co.uk. Lovely stuff. Lovely. So, Cameron. We ain't done yet. <laughs> we ain't done yet. Tell me your question because I have no idea what you've written. So, no? I, I haven't seen it. No, I'm not looking at the doc. Uh, no okay, well, I thought I'd ask this week's question uh, because obviously it's loosely to do with the weather, very loosely. Obviously, you look outside and it's been a little bit grim, been a little bit grim, obviously, unless you really like snow, but they, even though it's not proper snow. So I thought I'd ask, what is the best place you have travelled to? Oh, it oh. can be, I think it's mainly kind of basically where have you been on holiday? That's, you know been amazing basically but interpret that how you will preferably a foreign place i imagine outside the uk unless of course you went to ireland and it was you know the best place you've ever been to yeah. so there you go there you yeah. go that's a good question right there i'm trying to think off the top of my head yeah. so um i recently obviously went to paris listening oh, to our last <laughs> last few podcasts <laughs> about that but um i also like we went to Berlin a few years ago, and that was fantastic. Mm. Really cool city. And um, yeah, we'd love to know where your favorite places you've been. Um, get in touch, gmspodcast at islandpublishing.co.uk. Mm-hmm. Cameron, have you got any on top of your head? Um, yeah, two places. Um, Canada and Mallorca. Nice. You've been to Canada? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Was that cold? Nah, nah, it was in summer. It was actually really nice. It was oh, really nice. Cool. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, okay, great. Well, yeah, get in touch, everyone. Let us know where you've been. But I've got, you know, I'm going to top off the episode with our little um, recommendation we've been doing. Mm-hmm. And um, my rec this week is piercings and tattoos. So hear me out. Hear me out. I, I when was it? A couple of weeks ago. No one's actually noticed in the office yet. But I got my ear, tat- I got my ear pierced. <laughs> for the first time like i'm showing cameron over the oh, um yeah. <laughs> yeah and it was so it was so cool I, I i never had a piercing before i've always wanted one and it was kind of just on a whim and i was like yeah let's go get my ear pierced and um <laughs> uh, and you know i've been to tattoo art in berry and it's down looms lane and the staff there are great and they're really nice and i've had all my tattoos done there and any future tattoos i think i'll probably go back because they're all really really nice and um that is yeah just my recommendation if you don't think you know i think my my personal opinion life's too short to not express art and stuff on your body you know like it's fun it's good fun like you know to experience getting a tattoo i think everyone should do it at least once are are you in that boat cameron or, or are you against tattoos no, no, I'm not against tattoos. I, I personally wouldn't. I don't think I'd get one. It'd take a lot to get yeah. one. I think piercings. I, I personally wouldn't get one. But you know, you, you suit it, Sam. You look great. Thanks, so, thanks, mate. Yeah, yeah. compliment there. So I thought I'd, I'd dish one out to make you feel better. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah, no, like I think um, 
yeah, it's just a cool, cool atmosphere in, in tattoo art. And like, yeah, I feel like a lot of people might get put off of the idea of thinking like, oh, you know, it's quite a judgmental or arty kind of thing to do. But everyone's really understanding. Like, you, you know, any ideas you have for a tattoo, uh, really, all the team there are really nice and they'll help you decide what's best to um, to do whatever you want to do. So that is my recommendation, piercing tattoos. Have a think, maybe, maybe if you're not even thinking about it right now, maybe in a couple of years, you might change your mind, who knows? I like that recommendation, it's a bit different, I like that. Yeah, yeah, cheers mate. So, Good Morning Suffolk is produced by I Love Media and Suffolk News, and we've been your host, Sam Harrison. Cameron Reed, baby. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Take care. Goodbye. Peace out.